Welcome to the Gals Guide to the Galaxy podcast, where a group of gals gather for you one cool thing around our topic of the month. Is it ancient history? Is it breaking news? Is it safe for work? Well, that's up to each gal. All we know is that... Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night. Welcome back. I am Leah, and I am joined by Bonnie, Katie, and Claire, and we are talking about our one cool art gal. So, Claire already talked about Claude Cahoon, and Bonnie already talked about Judy Chicago's dinner party, and Katie talked about Imogene Cunningham. Sorry, I had to kind of say it like happy days, <laughs> like, you know, Rich Cunningham. Um, but before <laughs> we dive back in, I'm going to tell you what's on the Girls' Guide calendar for this week, and I don't know why I'm using my Victorian voice. So, for the week of March 28th through April 3rd, we have book club on Zoom. Katie, what? did you know this? Nice. We have book club. It is led oh, by our... my calendar. Uh, you really yeah. should. Because it's led by our <laughs> lovely Katie Harris. Uh, so, join us as we talk about Georgia, a novel about Georgia O'Keeffe, written by Don Tripp. So, that is on Thursday, March 31st at 8 p.m. Don't forget to register beforehand. That way you can get that trusty Zoom link and you can register and check out all of the calendar events at galsguide.org. So what I want to know is my mischievous get-to-know-you question is, do you have a favorite piece of art? And for Claire, what her third favorite piece of... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> she can tell us her first or her third, or she can rank them by color, choice, and time period, any which way she wants to. Well, I did buy a print by... <laughs> Bonnie, so it screws up my order now. This is true. This is true. Because you didn't specify art I own, art I didn't. I've seen, art that exists it in the world. Art by Bonnie? I didn't specify. So one of my favorite works of art ever yes. is a painting by Artemisia Gentileschi. Oh my god, yes, queen. And of yes. course, it is Judith Slang Hall yes. Journey. Yes. But I'm snooty, yes. and I like the one in the Uffizi better. Mm. What's the Uffizi? Which color dress is she wearing? The gold. Thank you. Mm. Okay, because there's a gold one, a blue, a blue one, and a red one. That's the only way I know them. So... <laughs> The reason I I prefer this one is yeah. because I was very 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 fortunate in, in graduate school and yeah. I got a scholarship and I got to go to Italy <gasps> and it was to see this painting. Yes, and it's amazing. So for people who haven't seen it, yes, it is, tell the story because it's, it's amazing. It's a broke yeah. painting. Yes, and it's based off the story of Judith slaying Polyphernes. The right. title is very nice. Exactly. Yes, but, Bible story. But yes, you have. <laughs> Judith, and she is hacking off the head of this mean, ugly, bearded (laughs) dude. And what's really nice about Artemisia's work is you can actually tell which is her work and quit attributing it to her father Uh because the hands actually hold stuff and do Mm -hmm. things. That's incredible that that's the way that you can can tell. She's like pulling his hair. Mm -hmm. She's actually gripping on the things versus, oh, I I can barely touch this. Mm -hmm. Like it's dainty things on lady Mm -hmm. fingertips because they got too much philosophy back Right. (laughs) But she's like, no, I'm a lady. I have hands. They hold things. Uh And it's going to hold the sword. Exactly. And when I'm angry, they're going going to be clenched and not only is she fantastic at like anatomy which you're not supposed to do as a woman oh then, yes right and painting which you weren't supposed to do as a woman right but her father did and murder which you weren't supposed to do as a woman back then <laughs> then maybe she shouldn't have been right <laughs> but the blood spurting is yes. scientifically yes. accurate like she was friends with galileo uh-huh. and mm. so it's it's not only art is science. science exactly she is a woman in steam 
There it's you go. Totally. Absolutely. Murder science. I know. I call her my revenge field painter. Oh, my goodness. Because it's just such, uh, her story is just, oh, I know. incredible. And her art is fabulous. I want to see it in person one of these days. It tours every now and again. In the oh, is it coming? Pulling up a th- I don't know if it's going to be there, but okay. I'm pulling up a thing. Yes. In Detroit. In Detroit. Oh, man, Detroit. Through... <laughs> I grew up in Michigan, so oh. <laughs> anytime something's in Michigan, there's a groan from me. <laughs> um, the Detroit Institute of Arts Been has, there. by her hand, Art Musea Gentileschi and Women Artists in Italy, 1500 to 1800 through May 29th. So it's now through May 29th. Yes. yes. Oh, Sometimes people... Was, oh, go ahead. It was in Boston okay. a couple yeah, yeah. months ago, like in, in the fall. So okay. it seems like it's the traveling... It's the traveling show. one. So it may come our, to a town near you. Okay, because our gal pal <laughs> Debbie saw it in Ohio at oh, one point. So okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so, interesting. Because I have people who will yeah. tag me on Instagram because I'm annoying on social media. No, no, no. You're lovely on I'm social media. I'm lovely on social media. Follow me. It's Claire Lockhart. Claire with a K. I like it. Yes. But they tag me when they go see artwork by women. Yeah, right? yeah. And I love it. And I wish more people would do it. It's fun. Yes, nice. exactly. There you go. So tag Claire if you find beautiful artwork by women. Mm. Or, you know what? Crappy artwork by women. Just just tag Claire. Or tag any art that's Claire interesting. Claire likes to be tagged. I like to look at the art. Show me. Actually, I love it when people show me their own artwork. Yes, That exactly. could change my ranking, too. Yes. This is very true. Oh my gosh. Change my favorite work of art. Show yes. me your favorite work. That could be a new hashtag. Well, that's my, where's my Medici hashtag? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Because yes. you make artwork, you want someone to buy it. Right. Use where's my Medici and I will promote it. Oh, see? Look at that. I Artist know. listen up. I know. <laughs> let's all get famous together, guys. I like it. Yes, let's do it. <laughs> all right. You two. Favorite art piece. Do you have one? What could it be? Third favorite? First favorite? Mm-hmm. So keeping up in theme with the <laughs> dinner party here. Yes. One of my favorite ones learning about in contemporary art history was Interior Scroll. Oh, no. I love it. <laughs> what is that one? Oh. It's like it's, uh, insider art jokes, but it's not a joke. Oh, it's no, no, no. The rest insider, of us don't know. Katie, you made the best joke ever by saying insider art yeah. joke. Oh, no. It's uh, by Carly. Sh- I'm going to guess it's it Sheeman. She- yeah, she but uh, I don't remember what exactly she wrote on it. But you know uh, where she put it. Oh, uh, the scroll up there, oh, and it was just <laughs> performance where she's just nude, and she's just pulling it out and reading as she goes along. <laughs> And it's amazing. Wow. I love it. Insider art. Mm. That yeah. was good, Katie. You had no yeah. idea. Such a good insider. It joke. was like I pretended I didn't know, but I really knew. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah, made yeah. that best joke, but I didn't know. That's yeah, right. Exactly. That's yeah. that Speaking of not amazing. knowing, I, I don't yeah. know the author of the artwork I'm thinking about. Okay. The but artist. I have to say, the, the artist. Yeah, yeah. Yes. The artist. <laughs> yes. I don't know the Oh, shit. I can try to help you. Yeah. Yes. No, we're not going to have a Google marathon. We're not going to have a Google I already oh, tried. It's man. not happening. I don't oh. have enough details for you. Okay. Yes. But I'm just thinking if we're going with absolute favorites, it's got to yeah. be one that just sticks in your mind. Yes. Um. And so, like, I, in high school, didn't pay that much attention to art. Yeah. But we took a trip to the Chicago Art Museum, and they had an exhibit on photography. Yeah. And they had an exhibit of a photographer who took pictures of kind of the aftermath of Hiroshima. Oh, and not yeah. like right aftermath, but years later. And I just remember this photo yeah. of this woman um, bathing her son that had developmental uh, defects from, yeah. Yeah, f- from what Rush- had happened yeah. at Hiroshima. And like, I, I can that. still just like, I can visualize it. I remember I that picture. Who I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Took it. Right. But 
that would probably be a favorite for me. Yeah. It was very impactful. Yeah, exactly. Hauntingly beautiful. I yeah. was debating between um, a couple of different ones, some that, you know, are just kind of like light and fun. Um, uh, every time I think of the George Surratt one, I think of Ferris Bueller's Day Off. You know what I'm talking about? So like that one to me is like quite um, fun. Um, but my favorite, and I'll, because it's artwork, I'm also going to go photography. Mine's the, um, the tank man, the Mm. Tiananmen Square, the Mm. man with the groceries. And it's contentious of who I've seen documentaries of the photographers who were on balconies. There was like three photographers. They all Mm. fight over which photo was theirs Mm. because it's just variants, different angles and things like that. Um, but I was inspired by that and I actually wanted that to be my, uh, film production logo. Um, but because it's still, you know, like whose rights is it and contentious, I actually picked, um, the speaker's corner, um, photo. Have you ever seen this one? It's a, it's an old green man holding a book up on speaker's corner in London and it's a crowd right about to like attack him. Um, and to me, it felt very much like the Tiananmen Square, um, because I just like something bold like that, where it's like, stand up for the things you believe in, even when you're gonna get killed for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Be that single, uh, fighting force. So will that be kind of like the woman with the sunflower seeds in Ukraine now? Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Great. Yeah. I am uh-huh. loving yeah. anytime anyone asks anybody from Ukraine, mm-hmm. anything, they're all great. <laughs> exactly. Like, oh. <laughs> The Babushka Brigade. Yes. All of them. (laughs) But I was thinking, don't we have a book in the library that is, maybe we don't have it. Maybe it's just on the wish list. I was thinking it was a photograph. You thinking this one? Yes. I knew it was this one. Oh, yeah. This is about the girl in the photo. Um, Her name is King Fook. P-H-U-C. And it's the girl who is running away from the bombs in... I think it's the napalm, right? Because they're literally so, like burning clothes, the clothes off. Her of clothes them. were melted. Yeah, yeah, a civilian victim of a napalm attack. Yeah. and it's that famous photo, and it's her uh, entire life. And that one just was checked out of the library and just came back. So mm. that's why it's sitting yeah. there. <laughs> is that from Hiroshima or is that Vietnam? Um, it's Vietnam. It says Vietnam. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Yes, but still, napalm is horrible. I don't recommend yeah. zero stars. Oh my gosh. Did we all pick violent artwork? <laughs> I know, right? I think, That's you know what? Violent? I think we picked powerful. You know what I mean? Yes. Powerful artwork that meant something to us. So yes, nothing wrong with that. Now, what I should have said <laughs> was that it is a tie between Bonnie Fillinworth's Hedy Lamar yeah. and Claire Lockhart's uh, Pirate. Oh, yes. <laughs> Does Pirate actually have a name? Oh, it's Clara the Red. Oh, Clara the Red. Nice. Thank you very much. I need to remember that because I'm just going, it's Claire Not Lockhart's Pirate. Of her hair, Clara the Red, but yes. from the blood of her enemy. Ah, uh, <laughs> I love it. So yes, keep making fabulous art, like that. All good. Uh, do you want to hear about my cool lady? Absolutely, yeah, definitely. So my cool lady, if you have been to the Girls Guide Library and you have been to the life skills section. We don't have a self-help section. We call it life skills. Um, uh, Or even the art section at the Gals Guide Library. 
odds are you have come to me and you have said, I'm looking to jumpstart my creativity and I'm just not sure like what I should get. I've been out of the creative game, art game, writing game, whatever. Nine times out of 10, you're going to leave with a Sark book. Because <laughs> that's what I really tell people. I'm like, check out a Sark book. Sark is an author. Uh, she has written 17 colorful books over the last 30 years. Sark actually stands for Susan Ariel Rainbow Kennedy. Nice. She is a beautiful heavy chick. That is her real name. I love the four-named <laughs> ladies. Exactly. Uh, so her website, uh, Planet Sark, uh, it says, quote, she is a beacon of hope in a chaotic world. <laughs> I'm getting the vibe that she's like 1970s Lisa Frank. She kind of is, but with a hippy-dippy, inspirational Oprah before there was Oprah. Nice. <laughs> You have me looking at a book right now. I know. And I'm just going to say the first four chapters are invite someone dangerous to tea. Yes. Hug trees. Yes. Follow a child. Yeah. Celebrate an old person. Right. That's my agenda for tomorrow now. Look at that. (laughs) You should also look at this one, Live and Juicy. Did you look at Live and Juicy? Mm, Okay. All right. Pass it It, over to Katie for Live and Juicy. It would be like a flip book because it's got all these little figures. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like they would do a dance. I'm sure in one of her books, they probably actually do. So um, I will also say the reason why I say nine out of 10, okay, Mm -hmm. is because sometimes people come in and all the Sark books are checked out. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that'll probably be the only time that I don't actually send you hope uh, send you home with a Sark book is because they're all gone so uh, but Sark was born in Minneapolis uh, Minnesota in 1954 uh, she wrote her first book at the age of 10 nice I love when people write books early uh, she went on to pursue a higher education and community arts radio and television program um, in 1982 she started using the name Sark Um, She just was making artwork. She was making posters. She was 28 when she was kind of reinventing herself. She had just moved to San Francisco with $30 in her pocket. For the two years before she moved to San Francisco, she lived on the barter system. She lived my dream. That makes sense to me. Yes. I don't understand capitalism. Exactly. I will give you a drawing. Yeah. You give me dinner. Right. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yes. Give me cookies. Right. I love the barter system. (laughs) I absolutely adore it. So she earned enough money, though, working in San Francisco, actually getting money from her artwork to really buy a tiny building that she called her magic cottage. So in 1989, she created a poster and the poster was called How to Be an Artist. (laughs) (laughs) So in an interview, she said, quote, the only reason why my poster, How to Be an Artist, actually became a thing and ever became known and went to sell two and a half million copies was because of my cat. (laughs) so juniper was her cat who would get up on his tiny little legs and peel the poster off the wall and it would land on the floor and it would wake her up in the morning (coughs) and she said for five days this went on and i finally said well maybe i'm supposed to do something with this thing (laughs) so she offered it for sale in a catalog in a local metaphysical store and the poster quickly became popular selling more than a thousand copies a week oh gosh these were handmade She did not have a printer print these in the 80s. Um, So they were produced by hand. And she a thousand of them a week? Uh Oh my God. Was she using printmaking or hand doing? Hand doing. It looks like a handwritten like marker. Right, exactly. Because they're they're very juicy markers. Okay. (laughs) Um, So she lacked a facility for mass production. 
And she made them uh, by hand. She had a system that she devised to actually kind of produce them. She used a space in a garage without permission. So anytime that they would come in, she would kind of hide them underneath tarps when the owners were approaching. (laughs) Uh, But the posters led to such, such success as a publishing company came knocking and said, hey, would you like to do a book? So her first book, A Creative Companion, uh, she wrote it in two weeks. <laughs> exactly. And that's the first book that I ever got by Sark was The Creative Companion. Because I'm like, I need somebody. Like, I grew up around, let's say, mechanics and yuppies. You know, I didn't grow up around creative people. So when I saw something that was The Creative Companion, I'm like, it's a book. It's my friend. <laughs> So this book was all about how to free your creative spirit. Um, it was like half self-help, which you can kind of see in the books that I was mm-hmm. showing you. Um, half journal, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and it had creative activities for you to do in it. Um, so here were some of the exercises that are in The Creative Companion. Try studying something in nature for an hour or longer, like snails or ants, butterflies or leaves, Right. Um, she also tells the writers to remember that your desire to feel creativity is free and very important. So it's one of those things where it doesn't cost you anything to be creative, to use your creative mind. So I love that. So all these books are like handwritten. <laughs> I mean, now it's mass produced. So you know what I mean? There's copies. But I mean, it's not it's not typewriter. It's not digital pages. It's, you know, handwritten pages um, to you. And it just has so much joy and crazy and, and positivity in it and creativity in it. I love it. Um, but if you start to like kind of look beyond the colorful artwork and the activities, you start to see that with that joy, there's a lot of honesty and there's a lot of vulnerability in her work. So she has sections in books called How to Forgive Your Father, (laughs) right? Uh, Throughout all of her books, she talks about the good times and she talks about the bad times. She talks about eating disorders. She talks about depression. She even suffered sexual abuse by her brother. Mm. It's like, you know what I mean? There's there's bad and then there's worse. Yeah, exactly. Um, So Sark said in an interview with The Daily Dot, quote, I insisted on the bright colors because initially someone could think this is one thing, but then it gets them to go deep without realizing that they're doing it. And I like that. I never wanted to approach it like, here's a tough book about incest and depression, suicide and sadness, and how to learn to live with these things. (laughs) So I like it because it's like this podcast, a spoonful of sugar. (laughs) You learn about history, which some people think is boring. Who are these people? (laughs) Um, With a, you know, nice, funny, lovely ladies to talk about it. So, but like, here are the titles that we, a lot of them we have at the library, but the titles are uh, Changing Your Life Without Getting Out of Bed. (laughs) Inspiration Sandwich. Yes, exactly. Right. Okay. Katie's down with number one. That's all I ever wanted. Uh, Juicy Pens, Thirsty Paper. That one makes me think of Bonnie, because Bonnie always has, like, an assorted amount of, like, pens of different colors. I have a uh, Wonder Woman makeup bag. Yeah, you do. I have my pens and trippies in. (laughs) I love it. It's beautiful. Juicy Pens. Uh, Living Juicy, Fabulous Friendship Festival. Eat Mangoes Naked. (laughs) Transformation Soup and Prosperity Pie. Now, these are two separate books, but you should get them together. I highly recommend them. 
uh, Glad No Matter What. And her most famous book is called Succulent Wild Woman. Mm-hmm. Um, and that one is really about uh, owning your sacred womanhood, you know, living in your sacred womanhood. And she realized, <laughs> you know what? There's a lot of dudes and non-binary people that are also succulent as well. So she wrote the bodacious book of succulents. Oh, nice. <laughs> Because she wanted to include. That's nice to be inclusive. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Yes. She knew that like women needed that permission. But then she also saw that it's like, wait a minute. You know what I mean? Guys need this and non-binary need Mm -hmm. this as well. Um, So I love it. So her books have sold millions of copies. Mm -hmm. Um, She is a speaker. She is a teacher. She has a newsletter. And she has a TED Talk, actually. Her (laughs) TED Talk is very funny. (laughs) Her TED Talk talks about succulents and how she kind of came to this term and how she kind of like embraced this term um, of succulents. She has a really big online community. So she was one of the very early on internet peeps. So she was in San Francisco and it was like 1998. Forums were starting to very much become a thing. You're trying to remember the forum thing in San Francisco? No, I'm trying to wonder if she's in broadband she might even be in broadband because she did have some forums so sark it's a possibility we'll have to look it up broadband was one of the wonderful books that bonnie covered on the podcast at one point i see it <laughs> exactly right it. <laughs> i can't get over there <laughs> so this is she's what uh, sark said about the internet she said quote i feel like i've been waiting all my life for the internet to catch up with me so in 1998 she started camp sark does camp sark sound familiar from that book see if it's in the the back yeah if it's in the appendix but the camp sark was an online community uh forum and it had a message board and we have wrapped this one upside down. Oh my god! <laughs> I was like, "Why is it happening?" That was probably to me. me. I think I've done most of these. Oops! We just need to retape it. Okay. <laughs> Nothing happened. Everything's fine. okay. It's a, test. it's a glitch in the matrix. It's fine. Exactly. It's a test. Yeah, to see if you can actually figure out which way a book goes. Do you see Camp Sark or S A R K? one of those things they were very much in broadband they were very much talking about the ladies who were setting up internet databases and connection routers and early internet fun (laughs) exactly um however so nowadays that same group of people from 1998 in the early internet forums they're now on facebook messages groups (laughs) so they're still like a lot of them are still talking on facebook Um, The reason for the internet connection being really, really strong for her is a practice of trying to be authentic to people, um, which is really, really interesting. So Sark told the Daily Dot, quote, our joy, our sadness, our together are like bird wings. They operate in concert. She says that when we use social media to post just about one or the other, only post about how sad we are or only post when it's a great time we're having, nobody gains anything. People don't understand how much more emotionally intimate they can be if they share things that are in the fullness of their experience. So she was one of those people who were already in a very vulnerable, this is my authentic person, it's ugly, it's warts and all, take it. 
And then the internet is like, you know what we should do? We should be vulnerable and authentic and show, you know what I mean? So like, it was that waiting for the world to kind of be ready for. So instead of just posting the good stuff in life, people really started, you know, daring to be uh, their true selves. And that's exactly what Sark has been writing about for decades. Um, How to be vulnerable yet inspiring is really kind of what she's all about. And that's why I Mm -hmm. highly recommend her when anybody's coming into the library. So she is a magical sage, is what I call her. She is whimsical. She is authentic. Uh, She brings out that inner child with these books that are so colorful and cute. And I really think she inspires you to see life more in color. Um, Her website says this is her purpose, and I love this. Her purpose is to be a transformer, an uplifter, a laser beam of love. And she does that through her art, her words, and her spirit. So I thought that was cute, right? So now when you hear me like, where's that Sark book? You're going to totally know (laughs) Mm -hmm. what I'm talking about and what I'm looking for. (laughs) Because they're amazing. Have you ever read a Sark book? No. Have you ever seen a Sark book? Uh-oh. I need to take y'all to more metaphysical New Age stores. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, That's I've, mostly where I find them. I've been yeah. looking to join a coven. Like oh, okay. An uh-huh. oven full of witches? Oh, yes. yes. Okay. All right. There you go. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> I feel like in the mid-90s, I had a bookmark designed by Sark sold at Scholastic. Probably. Mm-hmm. Yes. Even though she didn't like really make... twirls and yes. the... <laughs> That's like the frame. style. You're just definitely no, doing your better. elder millennial flex tonight. I am. I love it. I'm it's bringing it hard. <laughs> No, like, this is, like, I could never reach Lisa Frank level because I don't have that much energy as a person. Right. Mm. These doodles are more where I'm at. Yes. This is my Lisa Frank. Right. Yes, it. absolutely. This is more realism, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's gorgeous where my you're life out with finger pants. Finger pants. <laughs> a fluorescent unicorn. It's a half-ass swirl. Yes. It's done in a bright pink. <laughs> that is done one time and in two seconds. Yeah, we like, it could be a snail shell. <laughs> it could be whatever you want it to be. Exactly. It's inspiration sandwich. <laughs> and you don't have to get out of bed to do it. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, that book is amazing. It's, I think it's called like The Napper's Dream or something like that. I mean, it's so... You're so great. <laughs> she will find inspiration wherever you are at. <laughs> I like picked out some words from it, and it's very like honest, but not morose. Right. Exactly. Not morose. I feel like we're kind of like the last few years have been in kind of a down place. Right. We, like, might all need a sprinkling of Sark going. I on. think so. <laughs> I, yeah. And I think that's why they're so popular at the library. Besides yeah. my my pushing recommendation <laughs> but not only that it's just it's so hard to say no to these cute little books if you're kind of you know if you're struggling a little bit you're like that's what i'll bring you up you've never told me about these it's probably because you want them to stay in circulation huh no it's and you know i don't bring back my library books well i mean there is <laughs> but it's also usually it's about creativity and i know katie's like i don't art nor i do i craft yeah <laughs> that's true i'm never like Help me do a crafty, arty, righty thing. Right. But you know what? The next time Succulent Wild Woman comes back, we have two copies. Yes. I'm holding it for Katie. I might need that. I think you really like it. I also (laughs) think you'll read it in like a half an hour. I mean, these books are really, like, these are not, (laughs) these do not take a lot of time, but uh, they are amazing. (laughs) So any questions about Sark? Oh. I mean, you guys noticed one of her names is Ariel, right? That she's a mermaid. Yeah. Yes. Also, there's a Kennedy in there. I do not know if it's a. I do not know if it's a Kennedy. Is there a rainbow, but though? yeah, there's a rainbow. There's a rainbow. Yep. 
So it is, oh my gosh, I'm going back, I'm going back into the, oh no. See, once I go, there you go, Susan. Susan. I always want to call her Sarah for some reason. <laughs> Susan Ariel Rainbow Kennedy, better known as Sark. S-A-R-K. So there you go. Sweet. Then should I wrap it up for the Ooh. entire month? Oh no, because then this means no. we lose Claire. Okay, I don't so want to nope, go. Nope, okay, nope, we can't wrap <laughs> it up. We have to live in this library forever so that we never lose Claire. Except (laughs) that Katie has... What has Katie done? (laughs) My ears just... They shed on my chest. Oh, yeah. This is true. I gave you the bad headphones. Yeah. It's not technically my ears. That'd be weird. uh, I I figured it wasn't actually your ears. (laughs) I thought you were christening something with booze again. (laughs) No. God. I thought you were becoming a Van Gogh over there. You're like, that's it. I'm going full artist. Cutting off my own ear. Not yet. Yeah. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> I better get those Sark books in fast. <laughs> Stat. <laughs> all right. Well, that wraps it up for Art Gals Month. Next month, we're going to get all natural as we celebrate naturalist gals. So we hope to see you soon at the Gals Guide Library. And thank you so much for listening. For show notes, links, and images from this week's show, visit galsguide.org. Want exclusive stuff like deleted bits and major bloopers? Become a Gals Guide patron today. Thanks for listening. <laughs>